Hey guys, so it is currently 3.05 p.m. right now, and before I forget, a couple episodes ago, I started putting petition links in my description of the podcast, so yeah, you guys should definitely check those out. Um, Petitions, I think, are just a very easy way to help and move forward, and it only takes like two minutes, so, but yeah, let's just get straight into this episode. So, I was just kind of feeling a little bit down today. You know, this is kind of a weird thing, but I think when I'm bored or down of life, I'll just, I'll either psychoanalyze people, like I'll literally just, I don't know why, I love to pick out traits of people and just tell them. I have always been, like that's one of the, that's probably my most prominent natural thing that I can do is tell other people's kind of traits and personalities that, like the things that they don't notice about themselves and you know, I like to do that when I'm bored. And I also like to pick up patterns. Um, I've just been like this since I was little. I just, I love to to pick out patterns. I don't know why, but they're just very interesting. And I kind of just started having this realization about why certain celebrities and YouTubers are so famous. So before I say this, Listen to my full explanation, guys, because I swear you're going to be like, isn't that obvious? But let me actually explain this first. So I realized that, you know, the most famous people, like the most famous guy and girl on YouTube, PewDiePie, Emma Chamberlain, the girl that's dominating the music industry, Billie Eilish, right? Those three people, what they all have in common is how they're all authentic, but in different ways. So... I realized usually when we think of authenticity, we think of just saying, oh, you know, I have depression, I have anxiety, um, simple things like that. And while that is a way of being authentic, it really depends on the person because my way of being authentic could be completely different from you and people can tell when you're being authentic for the most part, depending on who you are. So, you know, you if you look at these three different people, I'm just going to be using them as the, the examples for this entire podcast episode. But when you look at PewDiePie, Emma Chamberlain, and Billie Eilish, you realize they're literally three, like, polar opposites. They are all completely different, but they do all have authenticity, and they show it in three completely different ways. PewDiePie, which a lot of people would be like, what, how is PewDiePie authentic? I started watching his videos recently and I realized how naturally blunt and how he makes all these jokes and that is his way of showing authenticity. And Emma Chamberlain, she is very blunt, very just says everything she's thinking and Billie Eilish is authentic in the way that she shares her feelings, right? So you see these three different people and you realize it's it's odd how you could be authentic in so many different ways. And I think I realized what kind of gets the ball rolling besides all these like YouTube algorithms for, you know, YouTubers and all these record labels and stuff. One of the things that make people so famous is finding like kind of a new way of them being authentic. And that's what I truly think, because if you think about it, there was not really anybody in the YouTube industry, I guess, that was a super authentic way that Emma Chamberlain was. You know, people were either fake or authentic in different ways, but we didn't really have a authentic girl 
um, on YouTube that was just very, very blunt and kind of said every sh- everything that she thinks. And and if they did, it was kind of either like feelings or it might have been in like a jokey way, which I'm not saying Emma Chamberlain isn't jokey. She's very, she's like comedy, you know, that's basically her main genre of YouTube. But a lot of people forget though, truly, that being authentic is not just saying, oh, I have depression because yeah, I have depression and I know a bunch of people that do, but saying you have depression does not say that much about you. Um, it's, it says that you have a mental health disorder or mental illness that doesn't truly really define you. And I think you should say that you have a specific mental health disorders if you're close with people because I think that it's dumb that there's a stigma around it, but at the same time, I don't think that saying that you have a mental health disorder is necessarily super, super authentic. I think it's a way of being authentic, but I think truly being authentic, like if you were 100% authentic and put yourself out there, is kind of just the way you act alone. So let's say if, like, let's say, you know, there are a lot of things in my head that I'm like, oh, if I said that, that would be super messed up. Um, And I say that to my friends and I'm like, okay, well, if I said this on a podcast episode, I would be canceled. Like, for example... I'll share an example. Um, one of my friends had a had a family member that died, and I was like, why should I have to feel sad about a family member dying when some of them I truly don't even know? And that's like my true opinion on it, right? And I know that's messed up to say, you know, like maybe I'll feel sort of bad, but I don't really know the person that died, so I won't have a lot of empathy or sympathy towards them. I bet you other people have those thoughts and it doesn't make me a psychopath. It doesn't make me a sociopath if I'm not as empathetic or sympathetic in every situation as I should be. If I were to truly say all the things I was thinking, then that would be my way of being authentic. And it's really, really scary to do, you know? And for some people, it's easier to to share their emotions. And for some people, it's easier to just be blunt. But what if if somebody that was typically somebody who, you know, is easy to share their emotions and they tried to be a blunt person, like 100%, and, you know, say what's in their head, I feel like that would be a way of showing authenticity. And, oh, by the way, I need to keep this in mind. This episode is specifically subjective. Um, It really is just kind of what I'm personally thinking. And I just need to put this kind of disclaimer in here because I'm scared of things like getting canceled, which is so dumb because I literally have like, three listeners probably but you know maybe in the future I'll get canceled by my five people that listen which you know I also realized a lot of the time you know if we're talking on the thing of celebrities and how they got famous I don't know if you guys have ever realized that celebrities it's like people want to help the underdog right you know when Billie Eilish started or um best dressed Ashley started or Emma Chamberlain started, you know, everybody was like, hey, let's let's help these people. Let's, you know, we love these people's personalities. Let's build them up. And then right once they're up and they actually achieve something, they want to put them right back down. You know, we see people like, let's say, let's, let's just use an example, Lil Huddy <laughs> saying the N-word. Um, that is not excusable. That's not excusable at all. And I think that's why people need to pick who they choose to be famous and not just kind of, I guess, hype somebody up and then not actually know who they are. And this is 
Um, it's actually kind of part of a, a psychological topic called parasocial relationships. And I actually have that. I have a blog about parasocial, or I have an article about parasocial relationships on my blog. I swear this is not a promo, but if you guys want to read more about that, you should read about that on my article because I, my blog is in my description. I think, I think it is. If it's not, then I guess it's a mystery. You guys will never know. But yeah, so parasocial relationships, though, they're basically you kind of perceive. So, like, the fan perceives um, the celebrity or whoever they admire to be a different person than they are. And they speculate about them and they think that they're somebody that they're not. And we have to keep in mind, we do not know these celebrities. We do not know these YouTubers. We know kind of the side that they show us and nothing more, nothing less. For people to say, oh, these are, like, you're the best person ever, this, that, it kind of amazes me because it's like, well, you don't actually know them. You know, you know who they, who you think they are, but you don't truly know them. And the side that they're showing that could be authentic could be completely inauthentic. You know, like some people, like Emma Chamberlain, one of the most authentic people that a lot of people think are, think that she's super authentic. Maybe she's not even as authentic as she puts out. And to be honest, that's her choice. The amount of authenticity that she wants to put out is her choice. And that's kind of another thing is how much people expect from celebrities or influencers just because you kind of you kind of put yourself out there doesn't mean you need to put all of yourself out there. At the end of the day, it's the celebrity and influence influencer's choice only. And I kind of dislike where this episode is going towards. Um as you guys probably know, I don't like talking about like influencers or celebrities. I don't necessarily care to talk about them. Um, I think there's just so many people in the entertainment industry and we have more than enough people in the entertainment industry, but I kind of just wanted to make this episode specifically because it's not necessarily about kind of celebrities. It's just using them as an example for what I guess makes people likable. And I think the number one thing that makes people likable are kind of just true authenticity and even if it makes you dislikable, you know, I'm just saying I don't think you guys should ever sacrifice who you are not to upset others or to make other people feel better about themselves, right? And truly, it's like everybody that dominates is always pretty authentic, you know, and it's because it's it's hard to be authentic. You you go out in the world and you see all these um like all these every, everybody, you know, a lot of people they have to put on this fake facade and like have to be all professional and stuff, but when you think about it, we're all humans, we're literally all children inside and I'm only 15, but all these professionals are not as professional as they put up to be. And so when people are truly authentic, um People can relate, and there are so many different types of people in this world, which is why there are so many different types of authenticity. Authenticity does not just mean opening up about your feelings. Authenticity means to open up about who you truly are, and if who you truly are is just like a blunt person, and you think that your thoughts are messed up or whatever, or they're just too mean or something, 
somebody's gonna relate to that and you're not a bad person at all that's just that one type of authenticity and if another way of you being authentic is just being a very jokey funny person and you just like to make jokes then yeah if that's your way of being authentic then you know somebody out there can relate to that too and we have to realize that there's so many different types of people you cannot try to copy somebody else and expect that to succeed because nine out of ten times it's not going to succeed because you know just like we have we already have one emma chamberlain and that's why all the people that like unconsciously just try to copy her or whatever it just doesn't work out because we already have one of those and you know it's so annoying for people to just say be yourself because nobody wants to hear that fucking motto for the hundredth time but it's also so true nobody wants to hear it though you know because People just want to close off the entire idea because nobody ever wants to look into things. And that's why I think thinking for yourself is so important too. Because if you're just like, oh, be yourself, that could be interpreted in a thousand different ways. And actually look into the meaning of things and you'll realize all these cliche quotes are so popular and famous for a reason. Because... It's not a surface level quote. You have to actually look into the quote. Does that make sense? But yeah, um, that's basically the end of this episode, but I'll fill you guys in on some things. So I'll talk about the main thing that I did lately. I shaved my head. I shaved all my hair off, which is a big improvement for me because literally two years ago, I was that person that just wore Brandy Melville white vans and Levi jeans, but you know, look at where we are now. Um, I was just watching a lot of videos on YouTube one night and it kind of just inspired me. I literally remember the exact time I cut off all my hair at 2.46 a.m. Um, I think it was the day before my finals. If that, I think, yeah, it was the day before my first, no, 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 no. It was actually the day before, oh shoot, how do I explain this? Okay, so it was 2.36 a.m., so technically it was the day before my finals, but I didn't actually have finals when I woke up. So, yeah, I I kind of just realized that, you know, I don't want hair to, to determine my worth, and, you know, there's just an unrealistic beauty standard, and if we all keep contributing to that, nothing's ever going to change. And so, you know, I had pretty long black hair, and I was just like, whatever, I'm gonna cut it just to prove a point because I say looks don't matter, but I want to just literally prove, I just want to prove it. And then I cut off all my hair. So, and I was only going to cut off a little bit, you know, like I've cut my hair so many times I was going to cut off a little bit. And then it got to like on my shoulders and then I, and then it got to my ear and I was like, I'm just going to shave my whole head, you know, I might as well just go all in. And yeah, that's where we're at right now. Definitely encouraging you guys to do the same. You should definitely shave your head um, if you want to, you know, because you're beautiful with or without it. And the thing is, is that's kind of the reason I shaved my head because we place so much emphasis on beauty and beautiful and this and that. But, you know, how you're born, you're not going to change that unless you get surgery and stuff. So you might as well just embrace whatever you have and, you know, not love just what you look like, but love who you truly are, you know, inside, because truly the inside matters, you know, the brain matters, your personality and the decisions you make and what you learn and teach others, that's what makes you you, not your hair, right? But yeah, um, I hope you guys like this podcast episode, and if you like this podcast episode, you should definitely check out one of my other ones, 
And if you guys are still doing finals, good luck. And I hope you have a good day, good morning, or good night.